backup. Um, you know, I don't backup purpose. So what's it loads on YouTube, on right. private. So nobody will be looking at this. Dumb and doing to the clouds. Okay. Which, was, which clouds go stay on the Zoom cloud, which I can just go back to and uh, download from the cloud as well. But I was doing a backup. Okay. Okay, got it. Got it. Yep. Now I'm gonna go into the cloud. Go to record cloud. You ready? All right. Here we go. And do a countdown. All right. Thank y'all for tuning in uh, to Entry Love. Thank all y'all for tuning in and. Today's topic, we're going to be talking about the uh, pandemic <laughs> uh, virus. And um, again, it's my third time interviewing Dr. Judy Makovich of pandemic. I know a lot of y'all probably heard of her, may not have heard of her. So I brought her back because there's a lot of things to talk about after so many years. Well, it seemed like so many years, after two or three years since 2019, we're still dealing with the mandates, vaccines, and all those things things that a lot of people are fighting against. So I brought it back to the platform. So we go down and break down some, some three things that's affecting the people and the economy. And that's the, that's the uh, what, she, what she called the pandemic <laughs> um, virus. And then we're going to talk about um, the mandates. And then we're going to talk about the media. Because all these plays are influential role and they all affect our lives and maybe some more than the pandemic itself all the rules and regulations people going by and people you know are fed up with so anyway um i brought back uh dr judy makovich and first thing i want her to do a little brief introduction so not alone and then we're gonna go ahead and talk about the pandemic of this virus gang of function virus a lot of people may say and i want you to go and break down to people about what this virus is or what it isn't. And so people have better understanding because people get a lot of so many different stories about what it is and where it comes from. So we are going to jump into that again for people who don't may not know. So go ahead, Mr. Uh, uh, Dr. Judy Mackwich, go ahead and speak. Sure. It's nice to be with you again, Andrew. Um, always a pleasure. Um, yeah, I'm a, uh, um, I'm a, the, the short story is I have a PhD in biochemistry and molecular biology. And my, my PhD thesis defense was that basically that viruses don't cause disease as long as you keep a healthy innate immune system, frontline immune system. That's what my PhD thesis was in 1990. 91 when I defended it in November 14th, it said that um, Magic Johnson would never get AIDS, um, which he had tested positive for um, a week before I defended my PhD thesis. That was, I, I defended it November 14th and it was on the newspaper in Washington, D.C., where I did my work at George Washington University that he had tested positive. Well, in the last dozen at last decade, the people that were testing positive were dying of AIDS. So my research said, no, if you kept the immune system healthy, that no matter the test, no matter the presence of the virus, 
Not only would he not develop AIDS, but he'd never get AIDS, but he had to change the way everything was being done. They were giving people AZT in, in the wrong doses at very high dose. They were denying them safe, natural immunities, as I know we're going to talk about later. They were denying them basic care um, and, uh-huh. and forcing them into vaccine programs at the time it was the hepatitis B. So um My PhD thesis really then in 1992 changed everything, but it was really Magic Johnson, who I credit at the time of our first book, Plague, as as a hero. So, um, you know, I did 40 years of research, um, 30, showing what things could be strengthened in the immune system, how we could keep our own genes, our own human body healthy, the pathways, molecular biology is about pathways, highways, keep the highways clear, keep the traffic, keep the rug jams on. So to work with the entire immune system to stay well. And so I made drugs out of plants primarily, including cannabis, also what we used to call biological response modifiers how to take our own interferons and, and keep yourself healthy. So my entire 40-year career, it, it was ended abruptly in 2011 when my discovery showed that um, animal and other human viruses that were being injected in vaccines, contaminated vaccines in a contaminated blood supply were strongly associated with the explosion of chronic diseases, with the development of what we now call COVID, but it's really AIDS. So SARS-CoV-2, the virus they say caused COVID, didn't cause COVID because in order to cause a disease, the virus, every person who tests positive has to have the disease. And we knew from the beginning, and that was true when Magic Johnson tested positive, everyone had evidence of AIDS at the time, except Magic Johnson. So it began to unfold a narrative when you started testing healthy people. When you test healthy people, what you know is they they don't they there were millions of people walking around HIV positive that would never get AIDS because of their immune systems and because of how their immune systems um, could keep them well, keep the virus silent. My PhD thesis was HIV latency in monocytes. So over the four decades, we developed whole new fields of science like epigenetics, AIDS drug discovery. And so what we know, what we knew in 2011, when we discovered another family of AIDS causing viruses that called the XMRV mouse viruses. And that's important today. And if I forget, um, we know now from a publication that Omicron is mouse origin. So my thesis for the pandemic has always been that it's a cover up of all the people that you injected with gain of function animal viruses or other human viruses from aborted fetal tissue that you injected directly into people's blood supply bypassing their innate immune response. So my my entire life's work, now I'm a New York Times best-selling author of, of, of four books, The Plague, Plague of Corruption, um, 
ending plague, which just published last August. We haven't talked since that published and a book called The Truth About Mass that published in August of 2020. So three of those books were published between April 14th of 2020, starting with Plague of Corruption, which is what the movie Plandemic, PlandemicSeries.com, that was that was shown first on May 4th, 2020. Two weeks after the book came out, it was supposed to be a promotional video for Plague of Corruption. And none of us, none of us real, realized it at the time that the Plague of Corruption, except for me probably, um, read like prophecy. How did we know the moves the government was going to make in order to, as Event 201 showed, that, that this was pandemic indoctrination, which was released October 18th, uh, uh, sorry, August 18th of 2020. So all through 2020, we were trying to wake up people with our books because I had been locked out of science. My science canceled and reinvented as COVID. And not just my science, but a lot of science. So a lot of scientists, as we talk about in Plague of Corruption, as you and I talked about the last time, a lot of scientists are getting killed, are losing their license, are being suicided. We talked about Timothy Cunningham of the CDC when he realized the flu shot in 2018 was killing a lot of people. Well, that was actually the flu shot in the first the first publications in large studies in the media said if you got a flu shot, you were 36% more likely to be diagnosed with COVID. And, and the people who were more likely to be diagnosed were Black men, Hispanic Hispanics, Blacks, and, and people with certain genetic susceptibilities to not be able to, the, those molecular pathways degrade. Froze up. Hold on. Hold on. You're frozen up. <laughs> can't be done as well. Yeah. Okay. You froze up. What'd you say again? <laughs> but that you say blacks and Spain, you kind of froze up. So yeah, you're freezing up. I don't know if the internet connection. Hold on. You still kind of froze up. Would you? Okay. Yeah, well, that's. Kinda... Yeah. My back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm you. No, nah, you, you was here. You just froze up. <laughs> okay. Good. Well, so basically my whole career, four decades, was was based on a simple thesis that you can keep the immune system healthy to prevent and treat AIDS and cancer. And my work's proven true. And now we just changed AIDS and cancer and we call it all COVID and we're inoculating deadly poisons we're calling vaccines that aren't vaccines into the sick and we're killing them. And that's what we're seeing in 2021. So exactly what what is the uh, so-called RNA whether vaccine? What is that really? It's a synthetic virus that expresses HIV, XMRV, and SARS, pieces of those viruses that are that cause the disease. The deadly part of the virus is being injected, the spike protein into the most vulnerable of our population and 
killing them, as we're seeing with the myocarditis and 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 really even the strongest in our in our population, the athletes, because they use their energy, they use their body, they know how to take care of themselves. And we're seeing as I think probably the last time we talked was right after in early January of 2021 when Hank Aaron died from the vaccine. Uh, and, and that was covered up. Um, and, and so this was the last, this medical racism was our conversation the last time. So, so basically never did COVID-19 have anything to do with SARS-CoV-2, an infectious virus transmitted through people. It had to do with an injected monkey virus, SARS-CoV-2, that was built in laboratories over the last 20 years um, using gain-of-function studies, which we all know Fauci and the Chinese were doing over the last 20 years. And, and so this is the monkey virus, the Vero cell line, where we grow our polio vaccines. Well, if you're growing vaccines in animal cell lines contaminated with SARS and, and, and coronavirus and HIV and mouse viruses, those viruses recombine. And you're injected with all of those viruses. And depending on who, how sick you are, how your immune system can't silence the expression of the virus. If you're immune compromised, you can't do that. If you have cancer, you can't do that. If you have autoimmune disease, you can't silence the virus because by definition, AIDS is acquired immune deficiency. And now I call it acquired endocannabinoid immune deficiency because the, the endogenous cannabinoid system is the dimmer switch on the flame. And if you can't dim the flame, the fire damages too much of your own tissues and you succumb to the inoculation because you're an immune compromised. And that's the myocarditis, that's the pericarditis, that's the brain injury, that's the blood clots, that's the cancer, 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 cancer. Those are the people who are dying from the vaccines, the athletes who need their energy, who, who have fine-tuned bodies like the soccer players dropping dead. These things are such potent inflammatory stimulus that block your dimmer switch, your endocannabinoid system. Athletes aren't allowed to use CBDs and cannabinoids. They're not allowed to use oral immunization strategies like hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin like um like Aaron Rodgers used and 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 as we probably know Tom Brady used so the 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 athletes are being discriminated against because in order to get their jobs they have to make a choice between injecting a, a, a toxic poison that could kill them decades before they should die. Um, and, and, and this is the plague of corruption. This is the pandemic. So the narrative last year to wear the masks, social distance, stay out of the sunshine with your vitamin D, you know, black people have less vitamin D because they're antennae. They're born near the equator. So their skin is there. Their antennae for vitamin D, the receptors act like like resistors rather than amplifiers. I'm from Sweden and I'm really blonde. 
So I, I, my, my vitamin D antennae receptors act like amplifiers. So when I see a molecule of sun, it looks like a thousand. So I make enough vitamin D. And we know if you don't get enough vitamin D from the sun, you're susceptible. Your vitamin D receptors antennae make one molecule look like one, one thousand, zero, zero, one. So you don't produce because your God-given immunity says, no, I'm good. And, and, and we don't, and we, we were kept out of the sun. We were kept out of, of, we were isolated, kept away from hugging each other, put into the mask, which suffocates you and depletes your glutathione. The very important innate immunity in your mouth and nose is different from your eyes. So we're seeing a lot of blindness from the shot and from the mask combination. So it was the responses that were generated by the media that that caused what was called covid and then and then the the innocent victims um, were in nursing homes, in hospitals, we, as we know from Nurse Aaron, as we knew from doctors in the beginning, Dr. Eric Nabute, and everybody else who's spoken um, through either Children's Health Defense or the Highwire.com, Peter McCullough, Robert Malone, everybody saying, no, you don't vaccinate a healthy population. And you never, we never in my entire career vaccinated an HIV infected person, why you drive AIDS. You don't vaccinate pathogenic priming. We've all now heard that term. You do not vaccinate somebody who already has an inflammatory disease or cancer. By definition, they have AIDS, you drive AIDS. If they can't respond, they can't respond. That's why they have cancer. That's your basic innate immunity. That's what I worked on my entire life after I started in 1980 as a natural products chemist, making, making drugs out of plants. And, um, and, and for 12 years, I did that while I looked at how various things could actually treat people with HIV and you never need get sick. And I did that in the most vulnerable. I did that in a population of, of black transvestites in Washington, DC. And, and that was my PhD thesis. I did it in humans and showed beyond a shadow of a doubt, if you kept your immune system and the virus silence, it's not the presence, it's the expression. And so when you inject the synthetic virion containing the virus, containing the spike protein, that's the deadly part of the virus. You don't need the rest of the virus, the coronavirus, because you're, it has to infect you this way. But if you injected it in every cell of the body in a synthetic virus particle, which is what the lipid nanoparticle is, a fat particle, a synthetic fat, your body's going to, you've injected it, you bypassed your mouth and your nose where it would just get gobbled up or your skin or your gut or your eyes where it's gobbled up like a Pac-Man. But once it gets into the blood, your body says, wait a minute, that's not the way God intended me to see that. I was supposed to cough or breathe it on somebody. And we all know the virus goes right through the mass, but the bacteria are what you're taking. So right now it's the bacteria killing people. That, that from the wearing the mask, it's the depletion of their immune system from a year after that. And then it's all the inoculated people um, literally shedding, transmitting the synthetic virus to the innocent and the vulnerable. 
Okay, so what? Why are they pushing the vaccine so hard? I wonder what's up with the vaccines because of money. I think that's money. Yeah, to kill the to kill the infected. And so you've because then, so you you kill the you kill the vulnerable who you already injected with these viruses. So Omicron's in in everybody that got polio shots in in two thousand and. You know, Omicron's in everybody who got a polio shot after 1992. Sincitin's in every human because it's your own endogenous virus. So if you inject an animal's in you and you wake up your own endogenous, you will attack yourself. That's autoimmunity. Attack myself because I can't tell the difference between the synthetic one and the, the automated one. So the point here is Tony Fauci is liable. As we know from the real Anthony like Fauci, as we know from uh-huh. okay. again. what you say again? So Tony Fauci, okay. what? So Tony Fauci is liable. He's committed crimes against humanity for four decades, starting with killing people with HIV, killing the gays, the IV drug users, the 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 prostitutes, killing the most vulnerable in our society, then the original deplorables you know, to society, you know, gays, IV drug users back in the 80s. So you need only to watch the band played on as we talked about the Dallas Buyers Club and how right now the Dallas Buyers Club in 2021 are all the people going to Mexico to get ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. So what is being spread around now is not a coronavirus. It it is um, um, drug resistant bacteria that's coming out of the vaccines and out of the hospitals because so many people are sick. It's the vaccinated spreading the variants because they were injected with them. And that's what everybody needs to know. It never was a vaccine. We've said it. It's a poison. Remember, you can you can go back and play your 2020. You can go back and play every show. And what did they say? Spike protein, spike protein, spike protein, spike protein causes disease. So they injected it in a synthetic, non-degradable, non-degradable virus-like particle. That's what a va- that is. It's not a vaccine. It's you've injected the poison into the most vulnerable. And they're doing that for money because they are legally liable. They are legally liable for everything we discovered in 2011. That's the MECFS, the autism, the chronic fatigue syndrome, that the, a contaminated blood supply and vaccines, which Tony Fauci denied for 30 years that women could have HIV, women can't get AIDS because women don't get HIV. Well, that's ridiculous. A virus doesn't know if you're a man or you're a woman or you're a black man or you're Hispanic. A virus knows your immune system. And so women did get AIDS. And as we talk about in our latest book, Ending Plague, I'll send you the electronic version because of course it's heavily censored. Um, But we walk through that book and we say everything that I'm saying now. And what we show is that 
People like Christopher Shaw, Stephanie Seneff, Frank Schallenberger, Luke Montagnier, all the way back in the 80s and 90s, like me, we were showing that you could have HIV in the millions of copies in your blood and never get AIDS. Well, they don't want you to know right now how many people have all of these viruses. That's why the PCR test is fraud, because it's not the sequence it's the virus. And the sequence is not the virus. So that test, just like in Magic Johnson's day, that test wasn't for AIDS. That test was for the presence of a virus. The presence of a virus is not the disease. So when you say you've got 50 million people in this country that are asymptomatic carriers, that's ridiculous. You're not an asymptomatic carrier of a coronavirus. You're an asymptomatic carrier of a weaponized coronavirus called SARS-CoV-2, that's part HIV, part mouse virus, XMRV, and part SARS. That's what's in that monkey cell line, and that's what's being injected in the mRNA, the message, the blueprint to make the three deadliest pandemics of our time and the that that Tony Fauci created through four decades of gain of function study under his direction. And he experimented on populations for that whole 40 years until finally they they you know, the, the data came out with so many people sick and the proof that it was not their bad genetics or not their endogenous viruses or not their endogenous endocannabinoid system that just one day forgot how to function. It was the injections driving the disease. So what the data now say is never again can we inject anything and call it a vaccine. Only oral therapies can give you lifelong, only when you expose the immune system the way God intended. So everybody right now, the glory in all of this is all you have to do is go be exposed. Take your mask off, don't ever get another shot and 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 touch people. Use essential oils, use you you know, keep use ivermectin, use hydroxychloroquine, use quercetin, use vitamin D, use vitamin C, use a Z stack, use good cannabinoids from hemp that that um that are um, clean and non-toxic and we put we put many of these nutritional supplements on the website and no matter what they weaponize, no matter the mill that have been injected, everybody will live if nobody ever gets another shot or wears another mask. Everybody goes well, back to life. You know, well, I think that's where it is after the second two shots. People say, well, we only did the second two shot. We get tired of wearing masks. And a lot of people just get rebellious. A lot of people say, well, what's the purpose of the shots? If you got to keep taking shots, I say, go do a third shot, fourth shot. A lot of people say, the second shot, we done. I know a lot of people said, we don't know. Then the studies, as you already know, they claim they just not found this out. The studies saying, well, don't do no good to have a shot because the, if you do get a shot, it don't gonna last. The mute, so-called mute, don't gonna last six weeks. So what good is it getting a shot? It don't make no sense. And yeah. so, and, and plus that as they as a, as I don't know if they make. I don't know why they that the the narrative begin to change on the virus is probably be gone within two months, which you said would because they said, well, I'm gonna virus spread so fast. A hybrid did that now. It's in there, honey. Huh? It was already in there. Omicron's in the shot. Omicron's was in the Vero monkey in the polio yeah. shot. Omicron and, and, was in the flu shot. And so Omicron what they find out is 
that most people that find that most people who've been sick are the ones who've been vaccinated. Correct. With Omicron. They said they have. They said more people with the um who had. They said more people who who are hospitalized and, the one who had the shot that's got the Omicron. They said it's fifty fifty, but they're yeah. saying it seemed like then they then they said now natural immunity as they came out CBC said natural immunity is stronger than the vaccine, like they didn't know that already. But I think right. there's always a narrative. I think you know it's always a narrative they are played. And this is our narrative that it's against God. This is against God. I don't have to prove when uh, I, I was upset when Robert, or I, somebody uh, called for the CDC. Oh, Senator Ron Johnson called for the CDC to do a study on natural immunity versus your shot. We don't need to do a study to prove our God is better than Fauci. No, our God give immunity. Hey, if we're out there and we're in the United States of America, one nation under God, indivisible with liberty, we get to decide. Our right is to decide what we take. I don't have to prove to you my God is better than your, than your Fauci, your inoculation. The data of the last hundred years of vaccines show you that. Never did you did polio, never did. Let's do MMR because that was your outbreak at Disneyland. Oh, the, the unvaccinated are spreading measles. Your measles outbreak at Disneyland, and I believe it was 2015. No, I had measles when I was five years old. I'm 63. Um, I was born in 1958. I was probably four or five years old. I had a great measles infection. I got very sick. I was in a dark room for four days. I got off from school. I was eating. I had, I was quite sick. I, I clearly had encephalitis inflammation because I couldn't stand light and, and, and things. Um, so I was very sick, but my mom nursed me back to well with good food, with chicken soup, with stay home. You oatmeal. Don't go oatmeal. You got it. O- and, oatmeal and- work, oatmeal seemed to work on anything. I, when I was had chicken pop, take bath and oatmeal. I don't know what was about oatmeal, but oatmeal has, has some strong healing properties in it. Just bathing in it. They don't it- talk about oatmeal no more. I don't know what, if it's real oatmeal, but oatmeal, Used to be uh, usually no matter for sore or whatever, something in oatmeal heals sores. I don't know what it was. I don't know. It wasn't no theory. It really worked. Oh, no. Right? We used the soap. We used the soap. We used the oats. We used the Epsom salts. Yeah. In, it worked. In God-given natural. And so I, you know, but the point is in 2015, you know, I went to Disneyland. There's, I've got lifelong, robust, natural immunity. I'll, I'll be exposed to measles every year as we all are. And I'll never, ever, ever get sick. Who was getting sick? Who was spreading the virus? And it really matters in COVID. And what we're seeing is what they're saying, the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated. So in, in back in, um, let's just say, Minnesota or Disneyland at these outbreaks, you know, we knew it was the vaccine strain going through the people. Why? Because you have to get MMR three or four times and you have to get boosters. Why? Because when you inject it, you will not get lifelong. There is not one vaccine, not one vaccine that gives you lifelong lasting immunity like the childhood disease. And it's very important to know that these these viruses, like I was a strong, healthy five-year-old. And so these viruses can be deadly if you're exposed to them later in life. 
So what used to happen with our grandparents and chickenpox? You know, there was no shingles outbreak in our grandparents. My grandmother lived till 94 and never had shingles. Why? Because when we kids had chickenpox parties, then we were giving natural boosters on the skin to the grandparents and it kept their shingles, their latent. It kept the virus they already had latent in their nerves. This is why I talk about my PhD thesis because latency and silencing the virus by your own God-given immune, by molecular pathways and good biochemistry, good nutrition, no glyphosate. Glyphosate's destroyed more immunity than any single agent, you know, and I, I'd say mercury and in, in aluminum aluminum in, in a close tie, but glyphosate takes out glutathione. It takes out a key amino acid glycine that's really important for signaling and, and, and many of these pathways. So if you wear a mask and you eat processed food, you've destroyed your, your major intracellular inside your cell, antioxidant, glutathione. So the building blocks of glutathione glue are three amino acids. Those are food that we should get healthy. N-acetylcysteine, glutamate, and, and glycine. And glycine as glyphosate with a phosphate group on the end of the molecule. I'm a biochemist. It can't do the reaction. It can't be the antioxidant, glutathione. And when you take glutathione as a supplement, it's not as good as your God-given. That's why in the vitamin D and the sunshine, you've got to get an hour of sunshine a day because that makes your own vitamin D according to your own God-given immunity. And that interacts with those. You don't take it in a bottle. You don't take it in a pill. You get sunshine. But we put toxic sunscreen on our, on our skin instead of essential oils for more than 50 years. So we don't develop the appropriate immunity because we're being injected as children. I was never injected until I was five years old. And, and, and my injection was sub Q smallpox. And, and that's, it was sub Q just, it wasn't an injection. It was under the skin. It wasn't into the bloodstream. And so the point of that is there's a very different immunity on your skin. Your skin's a, an immune system by itself. So you keep it well, you keep it from being cut. The alcohol in those swabs puts little micro cuts and all those things go right into your skin. No, you use soap. And essential oils, like God intended to stay clean. And so me, I spent 40 years in those labs. I did Ebola. I did gain-of-function studies since 1980s. You know, and look at me, I'm fine. I'm, and, and I've gotten exposed and developed immunity. So, and that's the God-given immunity. So I'm the first to die if I get a shot. And, and, and what did Biden say in his mandates? All oh, the healthcare workers and the immune compromise. Why? You're going, you're going to kill us. And, and we're, we're the veterans. We're the front lines. I've been out there since 1980. I've been out there at the first cases of AIDS when nobody knew what it is. And I stood up and said, yeah, I'll do my job. I'll trust my immunity and I'll try to help these victims. And, and I did. 
you know, and, 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 and we stayed well. And we, we describe a lot of this in our book, Ending Plague, um, because, you know, in detail, because you can follow the politics of how the, the playbook of Fauci, Deborah Burks, Robert Redfield, Bob Gallo, the playbook never changed over the 40 years. And these, these people, whether it be at the CDC, the FDA, the Ooh, people at the top are criminal. They're, those are the criminals that need to go away. And then, and then these institutions need to be taken down because the FDA, the, its job is food and drug safety. Well, our food is poison. Bobby Kennedy and lawyers at Children's Health Defense prove glyphosate, Roundup, caused cancer. Done. It should be out of our food supply. And, and GMOs are toxic. And we've known it for decades. But all they do is the band plays on. That's why that's the title of that movie. And the marching band just keeps playing while everybody can see what's going on. The emperor has no clothes. The emperor is this scared little man named Fauci that never was a man because you don't beat up on women and little children. You know, you don't bully women and children. And that's what he's done for my entire career. First time I encountered him, I was 24 and he tried to bully me. And, and I'm thankful that, that my mom and my parents were the only thing that matters is truth in your God. And it doesn't matter what the bully does. You stand on the truth. And yeah, you get beat up, but you stand on the truth. And I learned, you know, I learned from my lovely parents, you know, what, what is truth? You don't, you don't dishonor God. You trust only God and you fear the Lord and mom and dad a whole lot more than anything the rest of the people tell you. So, so, so technically they really, in my opinion, so basically what they really have the booster shots is because the little pandemic plan of the shots is, was waning away. It wasn't, you know, apparently when they test wherever they look for and they say, oh, you need another shot. So wherever they had, wherever the pandemic was must be wearing off in the people's body because the human body is pretty strong. The people who survived the shots, their body must kick in and say, nope, nope, we're not having it. And the people right. that died is the one who was, like you said, they all say, well, the people who had, well, but they had unlocked condition. But hell, uh, most of America got unlocked condition. Got high blood pressure, overweight. Huh. So first of all, if, if we already know that, like, they tell like if you gonna get a flu shot, I know this does something don't add up. If you got flu, if you gonna get a flu shot, the first thing is you're you already sick because you know your immune system already low. Yeah. You got any type of if you allergic to AIDS or whatever it is, or if you already have, or if you already sick, they said don't get the flu shot because go because your immune system already weak. So right. why would you force American people to get a shot that has side effects if they already have underlying conditions? And most that's which most America has some type of underlying condition was high blood pressure, diabetes, or overweight. Those are underlying conditions, ain't they? Yeah, absolutely. So why would you so why would you force a shot and tell those people those are the one that needs it the most? That all, that's 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 backwards, ain't it? It's absolutely backwards scientifically, but not politically. Not from let's let's kill off the people who are of no more value in our immune system. I'm sorry, in our world, who they're no, of no more value. What are the elderly doing? Oh, they're sitting at home collecting their retirement, enjoying their children and their grandchildren hmm. and their great-grandchildren. Oh, well, we can't have that, can we? They're not hurting anybody, but they're not 
productive members of society or they're sick or they cost Medicare too much or they cost Medicaid too much or we bankrupted Social Security. So we have to make you sick so we can have, you know, because we took all your money. And so this is this is part of it. Kill the elderly who have taken good care of themselves all their lives and are now living well into their 80s. So they tried raising the Social Security Mm -hmm. age, but they have a little problem with the baby boomers because we were living in a golden age of health before we sped up, before we removed all liability in 1986 and started inoculating with these poisons um, at record rates. Then we made our children crippled. Then we killed the elderly. And now we got people like me, the 60 year olds. The elderly were always smart enough not to take a flu shot because they're like, no, I don't need that. You know, no, I don't need that. They knew their health. They knew never to take a flu shot. Now we've had the flu. So it's the same as SARS-CoV-2. Well, if you've ever had the flu, if you've had COVID all the or SARS-CoV-2 or influenza, your immune system has all the protection it needs. Your God-given natural immunity. But if you get a flu shot next year to a different strain or variant, Oh, that can kill you with pathogenic priming or antibody dependent enhancement if you have a comorbidity because you have a compromised immune system. So you can see how over the last since 911, when liability began to be removed and since 1986, when all reliability was moved from the childhood vaccine schedule, we just started throwing all the vaccines on the childhood vaccine schedule because there's still liability or there was until the flu shot. And so I, I encourage your audience to watch the movie 1986, the act, ACT, 1986, the act. And you can get it at 1986theact.com because that shows you how this march toward taking away liability. Remember, what are they calling this? An emergency. You know, there is no emergency. 99.97% of the people with any evidence of infection, even their fraudulent PCR test, any evidence of infection are fine. They might get a sniffle, sniffle, cough, cough. Well, that's a coronavirus. We get that every year. But if we're exposed to a synthetic deadly one, when we already are sick, as you just said, with maybe influenza or other RNA viruses, our immune system's busy. So when you inoculate the synthetic one or or the live viral vaccines like influenza, polio, um, MMR, um, lots of them. When you inoculate the live ones, um, then your um, then your risk of pathogenic priming and what most elderly elderly people will tell you, and and many people in their fifties and sixties will tell you, I never got a flu shot after I got the one, and you can just say in so and so. Because I got so sick after that flu shot, I'm never getting another one. I'll take my chances with the flu. So that's the good news about if we keep having these conversations and keep trying to explain to people, wait a minute, no vaccine has ever worked. And that's what I said in pandemic. Why? If it gave you lifelong, robust 
lasting immunity like I have from measles and chickenpox and always will if I keep my immune system healthy. Oh, I don't need a booster. I don't need all those shots. You don't need a tetanus shot every year. All you have to do is walk in the soil and tetana, the, the, the bacterial sequences are a natural booster. We, um, if you get a puncture wound, and I mean a puncture wound with a rusty nail, or you happen to be shoeing horses on a horse farm or have horse manure in the streets of your city, then you have to think about tetanus. You don't need a tetanus shot every time you walk in a hospital. And what most people don't realize is it's not tetanus. It's DTAP or Tdap, diphtheria, tetanus, and pertussis. Why do you give an old person a tetanus shot when they go in the hospital for congestive heart failure? But they're doing it and they've been doing it for a decade. So that's why this is the golden age of health in our country. If everyone wakes up and embraces the truth that not only I'm telling you, but that unfortunately the last two years have shown us beyond a shadow of a doubt, if we take care of our own immune system, we'll live. They are poisoning you and they have. So if everybody wakes up to these realities, then nobody has to fear Omicron or Delta variant or Marburg. Because believe me, Ebola is in the Vero monkey kidney cell line. They grew SARS. So when they say, oh, no, Marburg's coming back, which is a variant of Ebola. Yeah, it's coming back because it never went away. It's been in the cell lines since I started working with them in 1990. I'm going to ask you a question. Now, there's some things I want to say, and I have figured out. Okay. Um, I also figured out that... Um, it would also uh, reduces that, uh, which I guess kind of kind of work against the vaccine was blood thinners. I don't know what it is. You know how you talk blood clots from the from the vaccine, yep. but blood but blood thinner was eating. I guess it's, I don't know if it's like uh, gas. I don't know if it's like bleach or what it was, but they were eating it up. <laughs> so they found out people who were taking blood thinners didn't didn't have that uh, didn't have to worry about the blood clots and I and I think there was I, you know you some medicines or drugs are counterproductive to other medicines so right. I think so they found that people taking blood thinners have a less case of worrying about the reaction of that um, vaccine. Another thing I point out to people I said well when I listened to a doctor was talking about the uh, were people concerned about the uh, vaccine about the spike protein and she kind of gave it away. Once a lot of people, I guess people don't think about it, is what you said is she was saying, she said, well, the spike protein that the RNA is, is not the same spike protein. And here's the funny thing is the, um, as, as the coronavirus. So my thing is, so basically you telling the body to create a pro, uh, foreign protein that's not like the coronavirus protein, then how in the hell the shot is going to work? Because you, your body is not recognizing the spike protein or the coronaviruses. We recognize a spike protein or this this fake synthetic virus that you created. And number two, you're telling the body to make a spike protein that don't be there, then it turns around and fights against it. So you program your body to create something to fight against itself, which is stupid. And it's number two. Oh, it's not only stupid, it's deadly. You're exactly yeah. right. You so got it, Andrew. If it's not the same as the 
uh, so-called COVID spike protein, then how is the shot going to help? Because your body's not going to recognize the real, the other one. It, it, it recognized the fake one, but it's not recognized the real one. So how is it helping your immune system? That's like saying, uh, I'm going to give you some food poison. And of course, your immune system is going to react to something that's not in there. It's going to ramp up and it's going to fight and you're going to get sick and you're going to die like when people get the shot. People say, I was sick and I had things for a day because your body, no, it ain't supposed to be there. But just because you got sick and you and your immune response kicked up don't mean it's, it's, it's going to work against uh, the, the virus. So I think what happened is when people got those shots, they got overcome and thought they were safe and they still got it. And they try to figure out well, why most people got the shots got it. Well, First of all, I know when people got the shots, they thought they was that thought the shot was gonna stop them from getting. Right. But first of all, if if your body does not recognize the protein that's in the original virus, it's not gonna it's not it's not gonna know it till it gets there naturally. Right. So, what is the purpose of getting the shot if it's not even the same spike protein that 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 the virus is? That's stupid. Right. It and don't it, even add up. And it's, it's a waste of time. The, but it's worse than a waste of time because more than 25,000 people, and that's 1% of the people that, that the VAERS program, Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, mm-hmm. you know, was shown in a study done by Harvard about 10 years ago to actually estimate only between 1% and 10% of the injuries because many of them aren't recognized. Mm-hmm. Well, the VAERS reports, deaths alone, more than 25,000 deaths. That's all vaccines combined for the entire length of the protein from the shot. So it's not only stupid, it's deadly. And, and then of the, of the incapacitating events like chronic regional pain syndrome, myalgic encephalomyelitis, multiple sclerosis, heart attacks, myocarditis, cancer, cancer, cancer. Those will change people's lives forever. So you've destroyed the health of millions of Americans knowingly. And this is the crime of Tony Fauci, knowingly. And we can prove it. And we have proven it. And this is where the community, the scientific community, Stella Emanuel, um, the frontline doctors, Simone Gold, um, um, on and on and on, Peter McCullough, Robert Malone, who has the patent for the RNA technology because he made the synthetic virus particle that will open up and, and yet protect it from the immune system. Like I said, if it's on your skin and it's naked RNA, it's gone. Most people, 99.98% of the people in the world will degrade that and never get slightly sick. That's cool. Cause I noticed, I noticed what I said, where were the vaccine supposed to do? Apparently after people got the shot, part of good news is that it, it pretty much waned away. When they do the studies, I guarantee when they do the studies, they probably try to see, figure out how much is that where they put in people's bodies still there. And I think they figured out it weighing out at so many months, six months. But and actually, probably, yeah, but actually expressing that toxic protein for six months mm-hmm. will will destroy the immune system of an immune compromised person slowly but surely, just like blood thinners. So, you know, that blood thinner eloquence you know, killed my mom um, and in, in 19. So she got a Prevnar shot and a flu shot right after I got out of jail. Mm-hmm. And she got horror because she was afraid to ask me. 
And that's when they demonized XMRV and me and it went over the front of- Do they have a substitute for Eloquis? A substitute? There's there's several of them. Xarelto, Eloquis, Warfarin is the really old drug, but blood thinners are very, very, very bad for you. Okay. And, and so what they can cause is you to have internal bleeding. Right. So studies that they did, you know, years after. So this is more of what we call iatrogenic. It's it's not testing a medicine properly. And the flu shot and the Prevnar shot every year, they're not tested. They're not tested with each batch. They're only tested to see if this year's flu shot killed more people than last year's flu shot. And yeah, this is what America doesn't realize. Every single vaccine they roll out since all liability was removed, is warp speed. They're not tested. No double-blind placebo-controlled studies and nothing combined with everything on the schedule. Imagine right now, you've got this experimental shot called the COVID vaccine, which nobody knows what's in the ingredients. Nobody not the pharmacist, not the doctor, not the drug developer. It's a blank package insert because it's an experiment. And so you're giving that experiment in a grocery store with a flu shot or in a drug store or in your doctor's office. You can't give a flu shot if you don't know how many coronaviruses are in influenza shot at the same time as an experimental shot, you must test everything. And I've done drug development for almost 40 years. You must touch every individual compound in a mixture, unless it's generally regarded as safe, like a food. And then you can just use, you can just use turmeric or plants. You don't have to test every compound in the plant. So when when you when you test a recombinant or a vaccine like these mRNA vaccines, you have to test it against every single other ingredient in the flu shot or you can't combine them. So there's nothing FDA approved about what's happening right now. And so and there never is an FDA approved flu shot because they violate their own rules. They're not double-blind, placebo-controlled, safety-tested. Every batch of influenza is grown in different chicken eggs or different or different set dog cell lines. They're different because they, they're grown in the labs in every single batch in fermentation meaning there's the different cells, different animals, different chickens, different everything. So never are those tested in a double blind placebo. That means no injection, saline injection, placebo controlled. It hasn't been done since 1986. And this is what America is waking up to. That's the criminal fraud. And this is why Tony Fauci and company are rushing as fast as they can. Mandate, mandate, mandate. Do everything they can to inoculate you. Because then they think they have you. Then they think you'll be sick forever. But we know God wins. 
and we know our God-given immunity, but we have to repent. We have to turn our mind. The mark of the beast isn't in the arm. The mark of the beast is the mind. The mark of the beast going against God is, I need that job. I know it's against God to inject aborted fetal tissues or monkey cells or mouse cells into my newborn, but I need to make money. Um, I know it's I know it's a problem um, to in, to inoculate these things according to God, uh, but I want to travel. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've heard, well, Judy, what's the safest vaccine? Because I want to travel. And that's against God. That's flat out sin. And um, it's like, oh, well, that's worshiping a false idol. Tony Fauci. You know, we don't we don't pray to anybody other than God. And if we turn our brain and we trust God and I'm living proof, I'm living proof. I've worked with all of it. You know, God's good, but I do everything I can to keep my immune system. I, 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 from the beginning, that's like a finely tuned athletes. That's why I keep going back to magic Johnson because, and, and the finely tuned athletes right now being forced to inject. And I love the basketball player, the NBA star. And I, I'm sorry not to know his name right now, but I love the people that Gary Irvin, Gary Irvin. Yeah. That, that stood up and said, Hey, no, no, thank you. And so articulate was that young man. So, so you see, this is why you and I work is because when we can explain it to everybody and they think about it and they say, I've spent my entire life taking care of my body and I, I get hit hard every night. I get banged up. I'm not going to compromise my heart. I'm not going to have my heart overworked because it's trying to detox a synthetic poison, a synthetic virus that you like you so well described a minute ago yeah it's synthetic your body's gonna say what is this and if you're asked every night to go out remember when we were little kids mom said "Uh uh-uh you can't play if you have a virus because it can go to your heart and kill you ah you can't play if you have a virus if you if you have a fever or you're sick what didn't we do play sports Well, you don't inject the disease and ask the athletes to go out and overtax their immune system. That that is myocarditis, inflammation of the heart muscle. And you can get lifelong lasting heart disease. We learned this with Gardasil in seventh graders, um, in, 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 in puberty people. What are they doing? They're growing All their attention is for making muscle, building, building, building. If you inject them with anything, seventh grade vaccines, no, we didn't get anything in seventh grade or college. You're under stress. You're growing. You're athletics. You're using your brain. You're you're getting very little sleep. You're eating garbage. You're drinking too much. No, you don't inject a high schooler, a teenager, or anybody else with between in the developmental years. And in fact, you don't inject at all. But we only got two things when I was five years old. And, and that's why God can overcome anything. And, and that's the, the, the beauty in all of this and why I think, you know, I for sure why I keep talking and I'm grateful that people like you keep listening is because I think sooner or later, we're going to explain speaking the truth in love 
that it's okay to have made these mistakes. But if we don't change our mind and say, uh-uh, no more. If everybody said, I'm not going to that NFL game until all men are created and treated equally. It's not separate, but equal. If you declare your God-given immunity, you can't be forced to test and stigmatize. That's our, go- that's our constitution. That's our basic God-given right, no matter who you are. There's no such thing as separate but equal. There's no such thing as shaming somebody on the other side of the locker room or keeping them from going to the Olympics and being with their with their swimmer up in a room away from them. You know, they spend every morning keeping their body healthy. It's, that's discrimination. That's not allowed. That's racism. It's medical racism. And it's not allowed under our constitution. And that's what has to change. So you're not loving anybody when you put on a mask and you walk outside. First Corinthians 3.18 says, do not veil your face before your God. If God wanted us to be born with a flap or a face diaper to protect ourselves, he'd have given us one. We don't have them. We're not where we trust our God-given immunity. I don't understand it. I, I absolutely, you know, I'm only recently understanding some of my own work from the 90s. Only now do I really understand the implications of it. That means you don't inoculate at all. You don't bypass your skin, your nose, your eyes, your, your gut, your, your, your innate immunity. That's your God-given frontline defense. That says, that's not me, that's something else. What I put in my mouth is chewed up by enzymes. That's why PCR has nothing to do with sticking a Q-tip up in your brain, in the meninges of your brain. PCR is an amplification. So here's what I do to amplify everything in my mouth, in my nasal pharyngeal cavity. If it's my nose I'm going after, I go, and I spit the snot out, right? I'm an athlete. I can do that. If if I'm, um, you know, I spit, I go, I gather all the spit in my mouth and I spit in a tube. And then you take that tube and you destroy all the enzymes that degrade all the viruses and microbes. And then you amplify what's left. Oh, you don't put a Q-tip up your nose. That's not why your nose has different enzymes than your mouth. That's why we have a mouth. That's why we have a microbiome. That's why taste, loss of taste and smell That's an endocannabinoid. That's a G protein. When you can't smell, your nose is clogged up because something's growing in there. You know, it's a cold. God gave you. When things taste bad, you don't eat them. They are poison. You know, medicines taste bad, don't they? They are poison. So God gives you the ability to taste poison and spit it out. So just the idea of calling PCR a Q-tip up your nose and denying you the ability to spit in the tube and prove the presence or absence of a real virus particle, not a sequence, because you won't, as I said, you'd, your enzymes degrade that. So the only thing you're going to see is the particles, 
And you'll see the synthetic ones too from the synthetic shot. You'll see them from all the vaccines. If you do the PCR properly, you were going to show beyond a shadow of a doubt. It's the vaccinated, the, the inoculated with the, the synthetic virus spreading everything through our world now. That's the, and, and see, they won't do the right test. What do they tell you? Oh, you can't do a cheek swab. You can't do the spit test. I can't go and and snot, spit this what was in my nasal cavity out. Fine, test it on the dirt. When I said there were sequences in the sand, they said I was crazy. Well, if there's no sequences in the sand, I'll spit in the dirt and you can swab that. That's fine. Then you're not poking the meninges of my brain with a deadly Q-tip with ethylene oxide that breaks apart. It can cause meningitis, inflammation of the meninges. That's not PCR. Polymerase chain reaction, the amplification of a piece of nucleic acid has nothing to do with a Q-tip up your nose. So they twisted everything and took away our rights if we declare our God-given immunity. So the no has to be no, no thank you, no. I will not compromise my God-given immunity. I will not bow down to idols. Tony Fauci has never been my God or my idol, nor is anybody else working anywhere. I fear only God, and I've lived biblically to the best of my ability, especially the last 20 years since I've known my husband, as he retrained me, um, especially. I've gone back to, to living biblically the way I was raised at a child, as a child, and um, I, I live no matter what the circumstances in, in health. Do I look sick to you? I've been exposed to everything. I have God-given natural immunity that's being denied to me, or I can't go out of the house. Healthy people don't make people sick. Healthy people don't spread disease. Healthy people are not asymptomatic carriers. We don't need to prove um, I, I, I think I mentioned the top of the show, you know, I, I love J Senator Jim Jordan, but we don't have to call for the CDC to do a study of our God-given immunity. We're not waiting for you. We're taking back our God-given constitutionally protected rights. I'm not waiting for you to do a study. You've fabricated studies for 40 years, for my entire career. You've taken the work of honest scientists and twisted its meaning so you could poison innocent people and make money. That, that, should, that should only be, I mean, and I, I, I stand with, my friend, Dr. David Martin, who says, I don't want to hear Rand Paul anymore. I don't want to hear anybody else convict them. They've committed crimes. They've lied to con Congress for decades. Tony Fauci sat there on February 27, 2019, and lied in front of Congress about measles vaccine causing encephalitis. And it says it right on the package insert. Why on, Feb on March 1st of 2019, the day after he did that, wasn't he arrested and in prison? That is criminal fraud. And he's done it for, for four decades. So I'm sorry, tired of hearing the little circus in Congress. And, and for me, it's none of them. 
I'm, I'm, I'm going back to the Constitution. I will obey only the Constitution. If the constitutional sheriffs don't do their job, um, fine, we'll elect more people. At the community level where we live, we're taking back our country. And, and we are one nation under God. And we stand side by side. We have a right to gather in our churches. If you think about this, every single thing they've told us is against the very first thing Jesus said. The very first thing he said was repent and turn back to God. And we can't repent and turn back to God. If we don't gather, the very last thing he said was the Great Commission in Matthew. You know, what do we do? Oh, we gather. We, we lay hands on the sick. We heal the sick. I lay hands on you to heal you. That's, that's, how the, that's what God says. Gather. Love each other. You can't love each other in a mask. That only engenders fear and hate. It does for me anyway. I'm human. Um, and it's not fear, it's hate. It, it's hate of Tony Fauci. It's hate of innocent people who have been duped into hurting their children with a mask. So lifelong psychological damage is what we're going to see from this year of innocent children, including my own grandchildren. And yeah, you got it. I'm angry. All right. Now I was going to uh, say this also. Um, um, they finally they, they kept fighting those uh, mandates about vaccination. Like a lot of companies and jobs realized this is getting ridiculous. We're gonna lose, we lose the money, and we're not gonna fire all our people because we fire people who didn't get vaccinated. Uh, and a lot of people are standing, were standing up and said, "No, we ain't getting a shot." And they lost a lot of doctors and nurses, and you know, business can't be ran without people. And they know it. And plus, it's unconstitutional. They do know it's unconstitutional for people to do a vaccine. So. I'm glad Congress starting to uh, fight back against those mandatory mandates of vaccination. A lot of jobs, some jobs did lose people. A lot of people realized uh, um, it was stupid to to fire people just because they weren't vaccinated. Well, and in the air, they lose money too. I mean, they look at the money part too. It's worse than that. We're going to have in the airlines industry, pilots. You know, planes are crashing. You can't wear a mask on a plane. It's already pressurized. If you have that mask on, you remember when you get above 20, yeah, pop. by the time you're up at 29,000 feet, you've got three seconds to get a mask on. And so what, what's going to happen is for that oxygen mask to drop down and you to breathe. Remember how they say, put it on your child first and then mm-hmm. do yours because it's that three seconds. Well, if everybody's suffocating themselves in those masks, which they are above every one of them above 20,000 feet. If you can't breathe and N95 is deadly up there, what's going to happen is they're going to drop down. People are going to panic, suck the thing down, the other mask down their throat. You don't have time to get one off and get the other on. You don't. And most people are already ill from those masks. So there are going to be major airline disasters. And now wear a mask and get a shot. It's not, it's, it's, um, I, I won't fly. And, and I won't fly. I fly as little as I possibly can. I won't let them stop my message. But, but many, many, many of us are now driving to these sites, even across the country, because it's a, like um, we have to support the pilots. We have to support the flight attendants. The, they're, they're at great risk. We have to stand together and support them and help them and stop the, 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 the murder of these innocent people. 
Yeah, you were right about the virus breaking down. Uh, well, already is uh, breaking down. It did break down Omicron. They found out it's not as it's, it's not as bad as I thought it was. I think it's more like the the flu than anything. Uh, from what yeah, it sounds, and like. they don't know when it's Omicron, Andrew. Huh? They're just making it up. They know what's in the cell line. None of the tests decide what's there. They don't sequence the viruses. They don't even confirm what's in the primer pairs in the PCR. It's all just fraud. They know what was in all the cell lines all along. I so can they just make up names? They just make it up names? I'm trying to figure out yeah, how they, they know. They're making up names. The sequences have already been there, and they're just making it up. Can I try to figure out how in the heck you know that the person have a Delta? And how, you, how you know if it's an Omicron? How, how you know how, how every three months you get a different name is something else? And how you how you come to names and what and what you in, in identifying is is the difference between this virus and that virus? I, I'm trying to figure out what it is. Well, they're they doing I'm, nothing. They said Omicron. They said Omicron only had a spike. So what the heck does it have? <laughs> I don't has know. To, has to if it's a coronavirus, huh? <laughs> yeah, but they said it had it said it had the same spike protein as the uh, Delta and the other one. They have the same. So I'm trying to so, yeah. So I'm trying to figure out how to go give it, how they go say it's a variant. And they then said, well, we don't know if it is a vehicle. We don't know where Omicron came from because it's not like the other, it's not like Delta, it's not like the first. So it can't be, so you can't cover the COVID then if it's not like the other two. So I'm trying to figure out how you come up with these names and how you send this COVID. If you send it's if if it's not if, if if they if they two different sequences. So how you coming up with COVID? You can call it Omicron, but you can't call it COVID. So it didn't that 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 kind of that stuff didn't make sense anyway. Well, that's the fun about chatting with you over the years. Okay, just common sense. You just listen to what they're saying. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. You and know now what I'm most of the world knows it never made sense. They I hope so. In the beginning. I hope so, too. But all we can do is keep talking. I mean, they they, they kind of tell, them, tell on themselves and don't realize they tell them. They say the sky is green. Look how it is blue. But we want to call it red today. Like, huh? <laughs> right, because they actually break it down, explain the Omicron variant. We don't know because they said it said they don't know where it came from. It don't have the same uh genetic code as the Delta and the other one, or whatever they call it. So how you gonna give it? How you gonna say it's COVID if it's not the same? If it don't have no identify, if it's no traits back to the other virus, you can't say it's the same. You can't say it's, it's another variant of COVID if it don't have the same so-called sequence of the other spike protein. Whatever said it's something different. Then you can't call it COVID. So they didn't make sense either. They right. said what overcomes getting rid of the shots and all this. So it's, it's not the same. It's not the same thing. It's like it's like two different, like comparing pneumonia to the flu, two different wherever they are, viruses. So how can you and, and, and if it's Omicron is not the same as the other variant, the Wolverine State the shot gonna work against it anyway. It ain't working against the it ain't working against the first virus. Who may think I work against Omicron if it ain't done the job on the first two? It it don't make sense. Well, of course it's gonna get around the people. Most people got sick from the COVID is one who've been vaccinated. So we just think the Omicron gonna do if you don't have the same sequence. Your body's not gonna recognize it because it's different anyway. So it doesn't. So you, so what's the person gonna get a shot for something that's not even made for that particular thing? It don't even make sense to get the shot. It does no good. What I'm saying is logically don't make sense to get a shot for a, a variant that's. They didn't make the shot for it anyway. So first of all, the shot wasn't made for that variant. They, they say it ain't the same variant. It ain't working against the Delta. It sure ain't working against the first one. So what the hell is a booster shot going to do if people still getting... <laughs> if it ain't stopping the first... And it's supposed to be a weaker variant. As they say, it's just weaker. So 
How is the weaker variant getting around the str- a shot that the so-called stronger variant don't supposed to get around? Now, if it's that weak, how is it getting around the shot so the shot must not be that strong? Do the math. You know what I'm saying? They said Omicron get around the variant, but Omicron's a weaker variant than the than the than the first two previous. Well, Omicron weaker. It shouldn't be getting around the shot, and it shouldn't be that much to worry about. And then the shot's not even made for that variant in the first place. So why are we getting shots for a variant? Then when the shot has not even been updated, there ain't been no, it ain't been no testing on it. So why are you telling people to get a shot for a variant wasn't made for? You ain't did no tests on it. Okay, it just came out. But you want people to rush to get a shot for a new variant that's weaker than the other variants, as you say, don't make sense. <laughs> yep. The side that y'all said is you said you said it's more contagious, but the survival rate should be higher. That's what they said. Now they said it's so it's not it's not as it's not as deadly as the other ones, but it's more no, contagious. Well, no, you already killed the sickest people in the country. So yeah. No, so, so okay, well, <laughs> so the shot, the booster shot is really it's a waste of time right now, in my opinion. Every Whatever. shot is a waste of time right now, <laughs> in my and opinion. And so, and so people caught on, be shots and wear a mask. When does it stop? We're not going to keep getting shot every three months. Hurt my arm. Everybody said, man, my arm be so, I be getting sick for three days. I got to go to work. I ain't getting sick for three days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you find out the most, you can still, the people say, well, they got shots. So yeah, but shots. Really ain't no sh- no shot supposed to stop from getting even the flu shot. The flu shot don't supposed to stop you from getting the flu. No, it supposed it supposed to minimize your it supposed to minimize your illness, but not right. get rid of. It's like taking the uh tied off a headache, so to speak. Right. It don't supposed to get prevent you from getting the flu. No, no, no shot supposed to prevent you from getting anything. It supposed to minimize the uh the side effects. Like if you get the flu shot. And you get the flu, the, the purpose of the flu shot not to stop from getting the flu because you can still get it. They'll tell you that. But it's supposed to minimize your, 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 uh, your chance of being real sick. Right. I said, that's, that's the, that was the claim of the COVID shot anyway. Where right. everybody can idea the shot was to stop you from getting the virus. And no vaccine stopped you from getting the virus or spreading the virus. Nope. That's stupid. Yeah. It's supposed to decrease your chances. Again, they claim for how they say it's supposed to decrease your chance of hospitalization. So, okay, so why are we wearing a mask? It's not, <laughs> I mean, you got to take, anyway, go. Either the mask way, go is going to get you hospitalized. Yeah. But the thing about it is, where if you take the shot or not, you still got to, if you take the, either way it goes, they want you to wear a mask. You get the shot, you got to wear a mask. If you don't get the shot, they want you to wear a mask. So if you get the shot, why you want you to wear the mask after you ain't got the shot? Why not just wear the mask? I'm just saying, yeah. it does no good to wear, get a shot, then wear a mask. Cause it, it don't. That it's just telling, makes you sick. Yeah, it, but it's telling y'all so that the shot ain't go ain't doing no good if you got to run out and wear a mask. What I'm saying, right? It's telling you it don't do no good, so you you, you contradicting yourself with the mask. Like Ron Paul said, I'm in the sense to get the shot and wear a mask because you contradict yourself. Because what's the purpose of getting a shot if you still got to wear a mask anyway? Right. None of it makes sense. Never was about the mask. Never was about your health. It's about it. It it couldn't have been. It couldn't have been because shot because shot must be about your health. But then it couldn't be about your health if you still got wear mask. Let's know which one he thinks supposed to work. Yeah. 
none, neither one of them apparently working according to your science. You say I should get a shot. Then I should wear a mask. Then you send the people who don't get vaccinated should wear a mask. But you but you still treating the people the vaccinated people just like you treat the unvaccinated people. Technically, you are. Yeah. Besides, beside them trying to force you to get a shot. Yep. So I said something ain't something ain't uh adding up. When you get a flu shot, you don't be walking around. Most people don't get the flu shot anymore anyway. Most people don't. Most people say I get the flu shot, I got sick, and I ain't get it again. Or most people tell most people say I don't like shots anyway. Most people don't get the flu shot anyway. There, you maybe get tip, maybe 10 or 20 percent population, maybe get maybe get a flu shot every year. But you ain't seen nobody running around and say, Hey, did you get that flu shot? I don't want to get sick. You can't be around me if you won't get no, I don't want to get no flu. You know, you yeah. don't you don't do it about the flu shot, and that's an annual shot. Nobody, nobody said, man, you gotta show me proof you got that flu shot, or you I don't want to get sick. Because flu will kill you. <laughs> well, it could kill you. But nobody's overreacting about the flu shot. Flu shot, I mean, the flu kill people every, they say kill people every year. But you don't see anybody, you don't see anybody, uh, they all talk about it, but we know they say kill hundreds of thousands of people every year. The flu does every year. And the shot does too. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I heard the shots kill people every year too, but nobody's talking about it. That's nobody's right. pumping fear in the people getting the shot. Nobody's putting fear. Nobody, nobody's trying to pressure you to get the flu shot, what I'm saying either. They're not. Nobody's pressuring you to get the flu shot. And no comment said, well, you don't get the flu shot, you can't have a job. I mean, okay, so um, why not? And, and I also look at like this, uh, Dr. Uh, 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 Judy, stay body. If somebody want to get sick, let them get sick. If like a, like a person who ain't vaccinated say, well, man, if you got the shot, why are you worried about me? Because <laughs> you, if you believe the shot go work, you shouldn't be worried about me getting the shot. It's my body. If that person, if I want to get sick, because one thing I don't, it's not in you. It's the shots not gonna stop you from spreading anything. If I get the flu and I had the flu shot, it's it's not gonna stop me from spreading to somebody else anyway. It's somebody around me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know exactly so, what you're saying. So if you get the shot, you can still you can still get it and spread it. If you don't get the shot, you can still get it and spread it. All you saying is supposed to decrease that individual chance of being hospitalized. But getting a shot is not, you're not really protecting nobody else, but mainly yourself. You're not really hurting nobody else, but uh, or but yourself or whoever you want to do. So, telling people, well, you ain't not. Let's face it. If you if you haven't had the shot of anything and you get sick, and I had the shot for it, um, and the truth matter is, you you can still have it and still spread it. So I don't see what the difference is. All I don't think you say is you must do the best about your body immune system. But a person, if your body is strong enough. Means it's strong enough. It shouldn't even matter though, because it should be. If you get it, your body gonna throw it off. What I'm saying. If you if you wear a bulletproof vest and somebody shoot at you, then it's not you. Ain't probably gonna know you've been shot or hit because it's gonna bounce because your body does so good defense. It ain't gonna you ain't gonna recognize that you had or got shot. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Absolutely. Uh, You're totally um on the target. I'm just saying if your body is if the vaccine protecting your body. And if you, you do it, get it. It's not go. It's not gonna do nothing seriously to you. You might get some sniffles or something like a common cold, which people get common colds every year. You can get a flu shots to get a common cold. People get a common cold every year, just about. You know, what I'm saying runny nose, sleeping cold. Some people get that every year during one time. If that's on the symptoms you got, you from a strong immune system. I mean, you know, I don't know. I'm you know, so I'm venting, but I'm just saying. Some stuff is not adding up. No, and you that's what's fabulous. Use that's huh? what's fabulous is people are waking up. 
So, you know what I'm saying? You don't got to be a doctor to figure out the, the things because it's kind of like this. You teach people one thing, right? Right. About how it works. Then you want to change up. Then you want to switch it up by tell people something different. Then you say, it works like this, right? right? Then when it comes to this scenario, you say, oh, well, it's not the same thing. Uh, uh, it don't apply this. It works like this. Like, okay, what you just said, it works like this. Now you're trying to tell me, I thought of yours, it worked like that. Now, which one is it? Uh, and how this all adds up. You know what I'm saying? You, you educate people to say two plus two is four. Then you want 20 and 30 years later, you want to say, oh, it ain't four no more. It's, it's 50. You know what I'm saying? And people look at you like, this don't make no sense. It's either you crazy or I'm crazy. So which one is it? You know, but. I think neither of us are crazy. Uh, I'm just furious. They're crazy. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, it, it, it don't matter. And they think coming people is just so stupid. Uh, don't get wrong with taking a shot. You injected something in your body. They had no long-term studies and people worried and nobody want to be no lab wreck or find out what it's going to do five, 10 years down the road. You know, who want to take that chance? It's not long enough to rush this thing. And it's a new technology. Now I got to ask you a question real quick though, uh, Miss uh, Drina Makovich. And I don't even know if they ain't going to let this, this one come to America. Novavax mm-hmm. may, since they, since they patented the NRA, they want to make all that money. They told nobody else, we, you can't make no NRA vaccine, just us. So why anybody want to make no NRA vaccine anyway? It don't even do anything. But anyway, uh, Novavax went to the conventional way <laughs> of making um, um, the vaccine. They did like they do the flu virus, which made more sense. Now, I don't know how effective it, but it says more effective. And I said, well, it does make a little bit more sense because the body is actually getting exposed to the real particles. So the other stuff is synthetic. You can't, <laughs> you can't do no counterfeit stuff and think you had the same immunity. So they said, no, that seems to work a little bit better. I said, yeah, it probably does work better because if it actually made like the flu, but I don't think they're going to let it, they may, like, may not let it get to America. They did it for a poor country because it was cheaper to make and it made more sense. And a lot of people trying to figure out why they didn't do it the traditional way anyway. Why they didn't want to do it traditional way? I didn't, it, it didn't make no sense to me, Ms. Uh, Drew the back. Why they didn't do it if it's a virus like, like any other virus? Why they didn't do it traditional way like to do the flu vaccine? Why they had to create this new MRA thing and Novavax, so we're trying to get approved in America, and it says seem to be a little more effective than the immune system to be last long because we actually used the dead virus, putting a body to allow the body to make a immune response, like to do the flu virus. It said it makes better sense. I said it does make better sense. And I said this prior past lot, people may be more acceptable to take this one because more eventual, but they said they're gonna try to get passed in America in February. And my concern is well. I'm curious if it's going to get past America because there's so much money off the, so many billions of dollars to spend off the MRA that Dr. Uh, uh, Fires and Moderna want to, want to uh, have monopoly on, on this vaccine. And it probably will work. And I think they know it should work because it doesn't make sense for your body to recognize the real thing than something that's counterfeited. Because you, you know, they say, I'm saying, I'm going to say, you, you should, I, I say it probably should work because if you are putting it, dead virus where it is into the the real thing into the body the body should get a room action it should be able to, to wherever it does like you said when it comes in the body but making something that's a totally different spike protein had nothing to do with the original protein don't make no sense it make no sense at all it does make better sense i'm not saying effective it is but it does make a better sense to put some on the body if you really want the body to identify with the real organisms and putting a fake synthetic organism in your body. You know what I'm saying, Dr. Trude? Yeah, 
I, why I they didn't do it the first time? Why 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 did Novavax had to go away in another country and get it done? And it was cheaper, apparently, because they had to do it because of the poor country couldn't afford the oh the big money MRA vaccine like they really did anything. And so why 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 did it take all that? And they found out they said it does work against all the variants. And he said maybe it's possible that they could do the flu vaccine and this one all in one because they they have the same type of makeup. And the question is, why come they didn't do it the conventional way? Why why Novavax had to do it the conventional way? And and, and people more said nobody wants to go step in the NRA and then you're talking crazy about how it works and your body would create this. Why they didn't do it the conventional way, Miss Miss uh, Judy Mac, in your opinion? And well, people been more acceptable. People been more acceptable to if they did the way they did the flu. It you know you know. Let's be honest. Yeah, well, they had to mandate. They had to force it on pipe. But why they didn't do it is because you know they knew that there was a population of people they were trying to kill the HIV infected, the XMRV infected and SARS. They were trying to cover up the evidence. And as far as making it the conventional way, the conventional way comes with contaminants of other coronaviruses. So that's what we were catching that the, what we talked about the last hour or so is that they don't work. And so they don't work at all. So now my my opinion and the simple answer is, sorry, you should have thought of that. You lied to us all and we're never again taking another one of your shots. You know, prove it. No more. I don't care. I'm not afraid of the flu. I'm not afraid of COVID. I'm not afraid of Marburg. I'm not afraid of Ebola. I'll take my chances on my God-given immune system. And, and that's that's the only thing. Never again. You don't lie to me twice because right. you're done the first time. I never know. All of America see, needs to say, you've lied to us for 40 years. You know, fire the criminals in the FDA, fire the criminals in the CDC, fire the criminals in the NIH, fire Fauci, hold them all criminally liable for the crimes they've committed against humanity, start over, um, take the glyphosate out of our food, all vaccines are GMO, end genetically modified food, you know, um, and all of this clean up everything in these corrupt organizations and then we'll talk to you again well i and, agree i'll just we'll talk to you i'll again. just vent a little bit because i'll just try to say something to add up well you're and, and you and, you're right exactly on what you said and that that could be the game plan oh, okay everybody oh we were wrong we just put a that into 200 million people in america <laughs> and i don't even know how many million worldwide now just get the flu shot, which drove COVID in the first place. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Now we'll just make it in the traditional way, which killed. Now all of those people are loaded up with that bioweapon. Now we'll just kill you with the traditional vaccines and pretend as if it's your own fault, which is what they've been doing to those they've injured over the last 40 years. It's your own genetic problem. It's an endogenous virus. No, God gave you those endogenous viruses and they regulate your immune system. You don't mess with God. You don't inject anything anymore. No more messing with God. We don't ingest it. We don't eat it and we don't inject it. One of them, the sea is silent and one of them it's not, but it's, it's Leviticus in the Bible. Don't ingest it. Don't inject animal parts. Don't ingest animal parts. Don't ingest GMO genetically modified. That's what MMRNA vaccine is. 
That's what every vaccine is, a genetically modified organism. That's what gain of function is, genetically modified organism. That's not how God made it in nature. So once it's genetically modified, it's off the table, whether you're ingesting it or injecting it done. And if every person in America and worldwide would do exactly that and say exactly that, we'd realize a health even now, even after all of this. But we've got to go out tomorrow, make that commitment, and no matter what, speak the truth in love, take the mask off, hug everybody, go up and hug them. It's fun. It's, it's, it's healing. It's great. But we better get going now. Okay, I'll answer one question. The media. The media. What part of the media playing is? I think, in my opinion, I think they got paid off to push. Oh, you know, Pfizer paid a lot of them off to push. I think a lot of media got but the paid. Media, the media is did spread the virus. And remember from pandemic indoctrination, from pandemicseries.com, pandemic indoctrination. Remember when they did event 201 and they tried it on the media? Let's have this little fake event. Let's see if we can convince America there's a deadly coronavirus. And they even said coronavirus. So go back and rewatch the movie from August 18, 2020 in Pandemic Indoctrination. It's free at pandemicseries.com. And it says the media is going to spin it out there. It's up to the media to sell it. If they sell it, it will play. If everybody plays along, so all the media, the actors, they're on their TV shows, the football players, the sports players, they're in their masks, they're drinking the Kool-Aid, they're shaming people who don't, and you don't get to participate in society. The media drove the disease. It had nothing to do with SARS-CoV-2 or any other virus. The media drove the fear just as they started this narrative with measles. And, and the measles outbreaks in Disneyland in 2015, because it's then it was realized that the vulnerable populations were being experimented on by a corrupt Tony Fauci, a corrupt CDC, a corrupt government. So um, I think that's the answer to the question. All right. Do you think they're, you think they're, you think they're ever uh, doing anything to uh, uh, Dr. Fauci at all these certain things they go, you think they're going to do anything? Uh, for his uh, Satan. I honestly, I honestly don't care. I've turned <laughs> off that TV a long time ago. I, what I believe and what I know to be true is eternity in hell is a very long time. And that 80 year old man should think about it because eternity in hell is a very long time. All right. Thank you, Dr. Trita Makovich. And I thank you for uh, explaining the vaccines and everything. And we, you broke it down. Hopefully people who watch this and listen to this will have it this information i will put on my podcast i'm not gonna put on youtube i'm gonna have to find another way uh i need to find another platform to put all those three videos because youtube took them down that's strike. so uh if you let me know let me know where i can place them at um okay uh, hopefully it. hopefully you you better reach out to um oh they didn't get tired of her. angela stanford king she fighting hard against this nonsense she allowed Dr. Stand Up. Uh, they went to the witch college talking about the best. They heard Cormie Vines stood in front of the Capitol. They let people know, no, thank you. No, thank you. They all kinds of people, all nets and nets, and no, thank you. You don't tell us what we can do with our body. It and was she been going real hard. 
Well, and that's what you help do. So thank you, Andrew. Thank you for talking to your audience. Thank you for helping spread this message of really love and education in, uh, you know, the whole last year and a half. Yeah, we've been- I'll put them a podcast for sure. And uh, I want to thank you for coming on. Thank you for explaining this. And so basically, as I already predicted, you know, it's, it's strange how they had a can weather predict this virus. By February or March, all this will be over with. I wonder why. Right. They decided to turn the leeches off. Why did they decided to, in your opinion, to uh, take their hands off the leech, so to speak? Why they decide to to end? It's like it's like they it's basically like they said they're controlling this. Like how you can make those predictions that by February or March all this to be over with, and they sure of this this time. How they how was able to make that? What were they really saying? Treated when they saying about February or March all this to be over? With? In your opinion, what are they saying? What, um, what have that- they done? That we won. Okay. We're all taking it off anyway. Yeah. God wins. We're all well, done with you anyway. So you might as well admit defeat and pretend like you turned it into a victory. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best way to say this. Omicron is not as strong as we thought it was. Good news is it's not as strong. It's not a bad about February, March. It will, it will, it will, it won't be, it won't be no longer um a casualty and everything about the especially they lost all that money. And they said, well, just, you know, they pretty much saying by February, March, all this be able with. And it's amazing how they can come up with those predictions. Right. <laughs> oh, it's going to be bad this winter. Oh, it's going to be bad next three months. Oh, it's going to be bad. How you know what's going to be doing? Because holidays coming up. Well, you say, you say, we That's still- right. Shut you down. <laughs> Christmas. Okay. Well, holidays off. coming up. So, I mean, people going to be getting, people going to be getting sick. That's how I know it. How you know what people going to be yeah. doing the holidays? You know, people go be doing hard. I know people ain't gonna stay home, huh? Right. I mean, they knew everything about this virus. They knew what the virus was gonna do, what time it goes out, what time it goes in. You know what I'm saying? They're like, like Santa Claus virus, isn't it? Yeah, it is. They know what it's gonna do next. Santa knows, knows when you're sleeping. Knows when you're awake. Yeah. Like it may sound like they were doing stocks and shares. It, would, it may sound like a stock market if you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the virus was a stock market the way they were talking about it. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> All right, they ran it like a stock market. They probably stuck their pocketbook. So when they tell somebody get a shot, they got somebody got paid. I know they did. Yep. All right. Thank you, uh, Dr. Trudy. Uh, uh be you, safe man. and uh we'll see. Hopefully we won't be talking about this particular situation next couple. I'm trying to see what the narrative is gonna be. You know, they're changing their every three to six months. Yep. Every you quarter can- is a different narrative. You keep calling and I'll keep answering. All right, thank you, man. Have a nice day. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you. And um, thank y'all and send me the information. I will share the information of those uh those links to the to watching those videos or the link to 1986, wherever it was. You, you give me that link, uh, email what you're gonna do if you haven't already done, I'll share the links. Okay, sounds thank good. Thank you and everybody. Thank you for tuning in and you love. Hey, yay, be safe, <laughs> keep living. Don't let the media 